Glory to God, Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. The Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And humans were born to fellowship with Him. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. Amen. Lord, thank You for everything. Thank You for giving us eternal life. Thank You for saving us. Thank You for coming to the earth as a man living like us. Uh, Holy Spirit, we welcome You to this time. And I bless those listening. I, I believe with them for their needs, for their miracle. And Lord, teach us how to pray and, and how to intercede and, and so forth. We, we pray... Um, send out laborers into the harvest fields around the world and continue to raise up men and women and of all ages who are proclaiming the gospel in the Middle East, 450 million people in the wonderful name of Jesus. In Ezekiel 9.4, let me just read this. The Lord said to him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and put a mark on the foreheads of the men, that includes women, who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done with it, within it. And, and let's remember, you know, the famous Scripture, the eyes of the Lord search to and fro throughout the whole earth, strong on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal to Him. And, and Jesus confirmed this and revealed this as well. Jesus said, anyone who serves me, him my Father will honor. I've just heard a man of God give a message that, that when, when someone has the anointing, the anointing is the presence of Jesus. Um, he will consecrate them and prosper them and honor them. You know, it's a really, really sacred thing. That's just, it's truly incredible. Even, let's, let's look at just the, let's start with the basics. Just to, to have a relationship with Him. To know, to, to know God and to belong to Him, to belong to Jesus Christ is the greatest privilege for a human being. And, and He offers Himself in totality for eternity. Amen. Just as Jesus Christ came to the earth as a man, left heaven, even though He's God, became a man, lived like us, died for the world, He gave Himself in totality. God the Father gave His Son in totality. And, and they're doing the same thing today. Amen. I mean, it's, it, it's truly incredible. God has given the Holy Spirit, offered Him to every person on the earth. He's given the, His Spirit in totality. You, you, might, you could say that. And for those who just say yes to Jesus, He gives... Himself to them for eternity. Someone's eternal destiny depends on that, that decision. This is a, 
evangelistic series. And, and this is Wonder in Reality. My name's Jim. I just want to present this to anyone who will listen that if, if someone only listens to the next 30 seconds, please listen to this. Um, humans, the supreme end of human beings is to know God and humans were born to fellowship with Him forever. He offers Himself, as I said, for eternity. And He's the most wonderful, beautiful person. So glorious. Many people may ask, well, how can I experience that? Well, it's very simple. Just go directly to Him. You know, very very few people on the earth, a, a very small percentage of people on the earth, actually follow through with that. You know, I don't want to be harsh, but it, it's great that there's 2.3 billion Christians and Catholics, but, but even among that group, few actually go directly to Him, seek Him till they find Him, and then find that treasure. And so that's why when we look at even... We should never look at humans. We should just look to Jesus Christ. Most believers are in dead religion. But at least they, they, they are saved. Praise the Lord. They're saved. They're, they're God's children. You know, and, and many things keep us from finding Him. We, we all face challenges and the cares of this world and things distract us and, and also deceive us. But it's, I want to just emphasize, and continue to proclaim it, the presence of Jesus, so wonderful, so beautiful. He Himself is everything that a person dreams of. Everything that someone dreams of is found in Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit on the earth. And then in heaven, someone will fellowship with Him forever. Heaven is filled with the presence of Jesus Christ. The presence of God. Briefly, I want to just emphasize something I've been emphasizing in the last few messages. Okay, we have modern day revelations of heaven and hell. But we actually don't have to have those because Jesus spoke about heaven and hell numerous times. And of course, we have the rest of the Bible. In the book of Revelation, there's many... um, scriptures and references to to heaven, the new Jerusalem. In fact, the last two chapters are a description of heaven, basically. Recommended reading. And also, um, in Revelation, there's a lot about hell. About the, the lake of fire and brimstone. About the bottomless pit. About, you know, the enemy and other... Jesus spoke about also about the enemy numerous times. So it's all right there in the Bible. Okay? Jesus spoke about heaven often. 
he said, um, I will pray the Father and He will send you another helper. So, so the most glorious thing happens when anyone on the earth, let's just think about that, when anyone on the earth says yes to Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ in heaven prays to the Father and He sends the, the Holy Spirit to them. Amen. He said, don't offend one of these children. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but don't offend one of these children. Their angels always see the face of my Father in heaven. That's really incredible because humans cannot look upon His face because He's too glorious and wonderful and powerful. But angels always see the face of the Father in heaven. That's incredible. Let me just read Luke 15.10. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. There is joy in the presence of the angels of God. So, angels there is plural. We don't know how many angels. It could be... No, we don't know, but it could be that most or all of the angels are reacting in this way. Let me just repeat it. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. What's fascinating is there's much in the Bible about angels, right? Many, many events and, and, and about angels. And again, in modern times, we have revelations of them and every individual angel is just glorious and awesome and powerful and most are eight to ten feet tall they have a head body arms they're just glorious they're made from God's glory some are so tall and big we don't know how big they are <laughs> in Revelation it says one angel's glory illuminated the entire earth one angel came down and, and his had one foot on the land and one on the sea and his, his feet were like pillars of fire. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the glory of God. Just, we don't know how tall these angels are. <laughs> so let's expand our... This is all just in the Bible. We, we Again, if you want to read about angels, about heaven... Many books, people who have been to heaven have revealed what it's like if you if you want a summary on our website wonderreality.org there's a book about heaven and about hell. It's for free. Don't buy the books. They're right there on our website. It's just glorious. And let's remember we have the Holy Spirit who is God. He is Jesus Christ. He is the Father all the time. He's always available. He's, we don't have to wait to get to heaven. That's a big misconception. People think, oh, well, God's far away and I've got to 
you know, study and I've got to fast for a long time. Well, he's all around us. Um, and, and this is one of the ways that God has made himself fully available. One of the ways that he's justified himself. He himself fully available to every person all the time. Amen. Now let's remember Jesus also spoke about hell. And some have looked into it and, and said that he spoke about hell more than he than he did about heaven. He called it the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. He also called it the furnace of fire. Let me read Matthew 13, 49 and the next verse. So it will be at the end of the age that angels will come forth, separate the wicked from among the just, and cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Okay, there we see the angels carrying out God's work. That's another thing. Angels, of course, it's right there in the Bible. But again, modern testimonies, People have seen angels in heaven building people's homes and doing, you know, it's just incredible. Billions, we don't know how many angels there are, innumerable. Likely billions upon billions of, of these glorious angels that are doing God's work and doing, you know, and, and tra- traveling from heaven to earth. And, you know, I, I know there's, I've heard stories of and read that when people minister, angels are in the service doing they're there. They're there it's I mean it's truly an incredible, fascinating topic. I'd like to do an entire week just about angels, but they actually you might say that they do God's work. They are ministering spirits. They minister to the saints. They Okay, we also know that Jesus uh, it's in the it's in the gospels. He said where the the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. In Mary Baxter's book A Divine Revelation of Hell, Jesus told her you know, people in hell. Well, first, let me say, I briefly, I've, I've got to say this. She saw people in hell, and they were burning in fire. Okay, their flesh was burning off of their body. Jesus told her, "There's many different types of torment, but all are all people in hell. All are burned with fire. Right now, the lake of fire goes through hell at certain times. Every every." It, 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 from my understanding and from my study of that book, that it could be it's like every five to seven or eight or ten minutes the lake of fire goes through hell and burns people. It leaves, but they're still in excruciating. They are, um, hell is excruciating. It's Jesus said it's the furnace of fire, it's excruciatingly hot. They are in cells and pits and they are standing and sitting on um, burning embers. You know, if you've seen a campfire 
and you see the, the glowing orange burning embers that are as hot as fire, that's what's there all the time. Okay, but remember, at the end times, hell is thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone. This is too horrible for us to even think about. But remember, let's remember, Jesus Christ is God and He spoke about these things specifically. How can it be that ministers don't just repeat what Jesus said? I, I don't know. I mean... So they're burning in fire in excruciating heat. It's the blackest of darkness. The worm, Jesus told her that there are worms and maggots crawling inside their body and Jesus specifically told her that the fire does not affect the worms and maggots. They feel everything. Their senses are much stronger. They have all five senses. They have their sense of hearing, of sight, of smell, of touch. They have... Um, they remember their life on the earth. They have memories of... The, they, they know what's going on around them. They can talk. They can hear the people around them. They can hear... I've heard the loud wailing of a multitude of people. God gave me a vision of hell when I was first called into ministry. I saw hell below me. I heard the loud wailing. It was scary. I called on the name of Jesus Christ. And so today, we can call on the name of Jesus. We, you know, we have time on the earth. I mean, let's... So I just want to encourage you, if you don't... If you don't know Jesus Christ, just go right to Him. Receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He's the, the most wonderful, beautiful person. He is God. He offers eternal life. He offers eternity in heaven. Amen. It, Heaven's a glorious celebration. And He offers a celebration on the earth, actually. Now, we know that there's suffering and living on the earth for most people on the earth is very, is very difficult, right? Jesus offers rescue. He offers an escape. He offers... What, you know... Eternal everlasting life, that's what humans were created to, to experience for all eternity. And eternal life is knowing the only true God and Jesus Christ whom He has sent. Amen. A minister I heard gave this analogy. Um, if someone's in a boat sinking and a rescue boat comes along and offers them rescue from their sinking boat... For, um, and they don't get in that rescue boat, whose fault is that? You know, so that's what God has offered the perfect solution. He's offered rescue. He's offered, um, you know, there's no one who compares to Jesus Christ. Even just in the natural, 
most people in the world know how how wonderful Jesus is, that He, the wonderful things that He did on the earth, that He spoke about, and that He died for the world. Jesus is alive today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let me step back from this and, and emphasize something. I want to encourage anyone who will listen. The, the way that we can experience Jesus is when we have that face-to-face encounter with Him. You know, that's what salvation is. It's a great man of God teaches that. Salvation, it's a face-to-face encounter with Jesus Christ. Nothing else. Nothing else. Not with any person. Not going to the Bible. Not at a church. It's going right to Him. And that's what's so wonderful. No matter what, where someone is, you know, and, and they're, they can do that. Even every day, we can go directly to Him. You know, that's what's so wonderful. We, there's nothing that can get in the way of that. No matter what we're facing, nothing can keep, nothing can get in the way of that one thing. And really, if someone said, well, you know, how can I experience this? You say this is the answer and it's what humans were born to do and it's so wonderful. Someone may say, well, how can I experience that? Very simple. In Jeremiah, it says, you shall seek me, you shall find me when you search for me with all your heart. You know, you, we could almost say, you know, that's the answer and everything else at some point is, is not, is not going to work, you know, and is dysfunctional. Like, if a person was involved in that, it would just mess things up. It would be dysfunctional. There's no one. It's just someone and God. Amen. And that's, this is a way that God is, has, this is an aspect of the perfect solution and the rescue. And that how He's justified Himself. And He's always available. In fact, even no matter what someone has done in their past, Jesus' name and His blood and His power can break that. Jesus told Mary Baxter, even if someone has a written, a written pact with the enemy, His, his blood can break that. Amen. So, the great power in the name of Jesus and in the blood of Jesus. Amen. So, Thank you for listening today and following this podcast. Thank you to our partners who are praying for this ministry. Exciting things are happening. Um, I just want to, to, to say, to, especially to those who are praying for this ministry, we're not promoting anything that we're doing. And yet people are finding 
the content that we're creating. They're finding this podcast. Um, and the websites and the books. And I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to continuing this evangelistic series. I want to speak more about heaven and hell, about angels. I do want to do a, a, at least a week about the Holy Spirit. But if I just emphasize one thing, it's eternity and it's this choice that humans have between God and self, between Jesus Christ and self. Someone's eternity depends on that. And there's two places I believe that humans can never get out of. We can usually get out of any of the challenges and dilemmas that we face on the earth. But there's two that humans can never get out of. Let's think about that. For all eternity, heaven and hell. Heaven, so wonderful. Hell, horrible beyond comprehension. In heaven, there was, uh, in one of the testimonies about someone's experience in heaven, they, they saw a man who made it to heaven. And he was just ecstatic. He was. He, he even said, you know, I didn't think I would make it. But God is merciful. He made it to heaven. I mean, that should be our goal. To, to just make it to heaven with flying colors. You know, to... to uh, and, and, and let's go back to what Jesus said. Love God with all we have. You know, that's the first commandment. Love others as we love ourselves. And, and again, <clears throat> Jesus offers a celebration. Amen. He, he, all things become new. You know, anyone who's in Christ Jesus is a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Amen. At the same time, it's all very serious. It's, it's very serious. That verse that I read from Matthew, um, Matthew 13, that's recommended reading. Very serious. And so, again, thanks for listening and, and blessings.